Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Happy spooky season, everybody. Yes, and welcome to an all-new episode of Pride to Podcast featuring our special friends at DNR Studios and Rehab Entertainment. We love you guys. Thank you for letting us do this again. I'm Darrell Anthony. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm not Brayden. (laughs) Oh, 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 you are not Brayden. How about you tell everyone who you are, our special guest? Um, My name is Aya Onike Cummings. Oh, hey, Io. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm a friend of the podcast. Yes, a friend yes. of the pod. Hi, um, longtime listener, first time guest. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love, I love that phrase. I love that. I'm so honored that you're here. Um, Io, a, a few words like for me about her. Io has been so supportive of everything that we've done from mm-hmm. the very beginning, from Pride the series when it was just one little pilot episode in 2013, <laughs> uh, all the way to the podcast now. So it is our honor to actually have you here today, and we're so happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, sis. Thanks oh, for stopping by and kicking with us. <laughs> and you, you're here on a very special day because you know what today is, right? No. Today is the day that we talk hot fucking topics all day mm. long. <sighs> <laughs> and let's get right into it. I am Darrell Anthony, as you know, and I'm ready to talk a few hot topics today. So, guys, before we jump right into it, one of the most hottest topics is, how have you all been doing? Uh, that is a hot topic. That's hot, yeah. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I've been, this week has been very interesting. Um, I feel like it's been very long for me, um, and I've been waiting to get to the weekend since Monday. Uh, but you know what? I'm feeling a renewance on life, you know, obviously. I lost someone recently that was very close to me, and I've been kind of working through grief. I've been, thank God, surrounded by Adam and Ashley and Corey and Isle and Brayden and everybody who's just been such a big help, and I feel better. I, I feel like I'm I'm moving on, you know, and I was telling Adam um, in the green room earlier, I am so, honestly, what's really helped me with my grief, I'm actually inspired by Adam because he had a loss that was very close to him, and the strength and resilience that I've seen coming from Adam, I was like, wow, I need to take some of that and put that in me and on my body. So um, thank you, Adam, for like being a beacon of letting me know things will be okay without even telling me because it's really helped. And I, and I told him earlier, I said, I don't see how you're doing it. I don't know how you do it. And because now I see how you're doing it, <laughs> I'm going to take a lesson from you. Oh, well, that's very sweet. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, no, Cheers. I just kind of take it day by day and like yeah. – um, you know, I have my good days, I have my great days, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, I have those rough days where, you know, yeah. I see a, a memory and then it's like, <laughs> but, you know, that's going to happen a lot. So, but yeah, yeah I just kind of um, have to car- compartmentalize. Yeah. You know, because grief can break you down. And like um, I said on one of the previous uh, episodes, like my great grandmother said, you cannot get in a casket with me. Like, this is my time. You don't get to do that. Mm -hmm. So 
you get, when anyone dies, you can't jump in behind them. Like, it's not how it works. Um, and you have to keep living. And people give you that whole renewance of lives. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're renewing lives, man. We're renewing lives. Okay. Um, speaking of life renewing, we always, of course, want people to be safe as possible out there. There's a new mandate, especially here in New York, about the discharging of um, healthcare workers, teachers, and also military uh, based off of not getting the vaccine. Now, this has been a really hot topic. A lot of people have a lot of feelings on this. Um, I have my own personal feelings, but I'm really interested to hear um, how the rest of you feel. I, as a guest on the show, I want to know how you feel first. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going first? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I, here's the thing. I have taught. I have taught a lot. Most of my teaching jobs have required me to get vaccinations. Like, I get the same vaccinations that I got before going to preschool, mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. going to kindergarten, before going, well, not preschool, but uh, before going to high school, before going to college, you have to get a series of shots. This is just another one. So it blows my mind when people are like, well, they, they're, make, they're infringing on my freedom by forcing me to get this vaccine. You got MMR, because I know you got MMR. Measles, mumps, and rubella. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. um, for those who don't know, to get into school. Yeah. You got a tuberculosis test to get into school. So, like, how is I, – I don't understand how is this different. It's not. It's no. not. <laughs> it was because it was politicized. Exactly. And now it's making – forcing people to, like – make a choice or you know i guess make a choice or whatever I, th for me it would be just the choice of i want to protect myself and the others around me okay so right. politicize you brought up an interesting point adam i want to toss this the same question to you so a lot of people though who are saying no to the vaccine are people who claim to have not voted for or believe in anything that uh donald trump said when he was president what do you say to those people like do you believe that there's other reasons and do you think that they're well within their rights to not get to the, not get the shot, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, your your body, your choice, I suppose. But if it benefits the greater good, I don't know why you just wouldn't do it. I mean, yeah. I don't under, I don't know why people have like this whole they rationalize it in like, oh, I need to do my own research and I need to look more into it X Y Z, and it's like, no, you don't. You don't need to because you don't do it for anything else you do in your life. Yeah, and I'm like. It's crazy to see how people are influenced by how it was politicized and how, like, their mindset changed. And it's like, of course, like, if it wasn't politicized and, like, made taboo, you would have your usual anti-vaxxers and people that, like, never have gotten vaccinated. Right. People who live in, like, communes and stuff like that. But, like, there's this, like, new set of people and, like, they just don't realize what they're saying. Just like you're saying, like, you're already vaccinated, mm -hmm. baby. Like, yeah. you're already vaccinated. Like, what are you actually saying so, now? And, right. You like, know, like, what, what are, are you... we actually talking about? Like, mm -hmm. like, do you do research on all the things that you put in your body? Of course you don't. Have you ever eaten McDonald's? Have you ever had a Four loco? You didn't do research. I have a question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to medical school? Thank right. You. Very that, that. That is a big thing. It's like you are not a doctor. You're, You're not, not qualified to do the research. There are exactly. other people who got paid to do the research for right. you, exactly. but you don't want to listen to them. Exactly. Well, interesting enough, I had posted a picture a long time ago, and I think actually everyone in this room was there for it uh, when I met Jenny McCarthy. Um, at mm -hmm. Watch Rapids Live, and a lot of people commented. They were like, "Oh my gosh, she's an anti-vaxer. You're taking pictures with an anti-vaxer." Mm -hmm. But half of those people who commented are anti-vaxers right now. 
So I'm curious as to where the, what's the difference? It's like, all right, so I took a picture with Jenny McCarthy, and I shouldn't have because she's an anti-vaxxer, and I shouldn't stand for that. But then there's two people in particular who commented on it that are, you know, shall remain nameless, and they um, are now anti-vaxxers, and they're baking toast. So I just, you know, Adam brought up something about my body, my choice. Ashley, as a woman, I owe you two both feel free to chime in. Do you think that that ties in with the my body, my choice about abortions? I know we brought this up before, but people are bringing that argument again to the forefront. My body, my choice. I think it. I think it's bullshit. You don't get to say it unless you believe it about most of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you are a pro-lifer, and I think we should be careful saying pro-life because you're not pro-life. Mm -hmm. You're pro-baby. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. um, if you were pro-life, you know you would want people to have a livable voyage, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Very mm -hmm. so like, that. If you're going to say that you're pro-baby and my the, the and, and say my body, my choice, like you're a hypocrite mm -hmm. in my eyes. Mm -hmm. That's my personal opinion. Well, that's what we're here I for mean, to get that. I believe that. Uh, yeah, it's like the same people that are saying my body, my choice are the ones that are voting for these laws so that people can't get abortions and, you know, all of that jazz and so it's it's just very hypocritical and again it goes back to like how people were manipulated by media and like the trump administration and like that's starting a spark and it fueling and stuff i'm not going to say that like trump was like the only like factor mm -hmm. that came into politicizing the vaccine but he was definitely the spark the catalyst. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's the catalyst. And so it's just like, it spread like wildfire. And now it's just like, it really makes me question people. Again, it's like, what are you actually saying when you're like, oh, let me do my research. I don't know. It's just like, what? you did not care about any of this. Like, you are just following suit with all these people just being like, yeah, yeah, hyping each other up about stupidity. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like, you're crazy if you didn't have, like, a thought of like, hmm, like, you can be concerned and... Uh, you know, do research, but to actually really go on a campaign yeah. and just, like, give people medical advice, that's wild. See, that's what I like about Nicki Minaj. Yeah. That's why I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh, her yeah. cousin's but friend's brother. But y'all know why she did that, right? <laughs> Tell us. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with her questioning the vaccine. Like, maybe she was questioning the vaccine personally, but she has some legal struggles that she mm. wanted to divert attention away from. Oh, that's oh, right. Sure. Yeah, I did remember. I read that on Twitter. Yeah. Because yeah. her husband failed to register as a sex offender. So mm -hmm. they're dealing with that fallout. So she was like, oh, well, let me put. And one of the women he assaulted, <gasps> or allegedly assaulted, yeah. mm -hmm. is suing him. Mm -hmm. And. Was on the reel, right? She was on the reel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She is suing him, and they have harassed her. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I don't know if Nicki Minaj is an anti-vaxxer or if she wants to draw attention away from uh, her legal troubles or both. I feel like it's I'm going to vote both. I'm going to say it's both. And what's really upsetting about, uh, you know, Nicki Minaj, she has a very large fan base. And as I said on the previous podcast, her fans were out there in Atlanta marching. And, and and doing all kind of crazy shit and like rapping her lyrics and you know it had banners of her face and like she was on MSNBC <laughs> and CNN and I mean they were interrupting they interrupted my stories to talk about Nicki Minaj. No I saw way. I saw um like I don't know if it was a real thing but like a right wing like anti vax um 
rally and they were flying a Nicki Minaj like flag, and I was like, "Wow, the Barb's are really out there showing their ass, aren't they?" Uh, but isn't it interesting that that right wing group of people will use black people who are being very ignorant to their device, but they don't give a fuck about black lives. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Like, I mean, they love they love a token. They love yes. a token, and and I mean, listen. What you have to learn and what we know about people like Nicki Minaj, I mean, she's rich, so she's more than likely going to be Republican. Like, she is Republican. You know, mm-hmm. and, and th- those people are more than likely going to be that. I mean, it's, it's the same thing you see online when you see an artist say, well, I don't dislike gay people, but, and it's like, why you got to put the but? Because clearly you dislike them. Okay, so that leads Not me to my next though. point. He's so upset. <laughs> so I saw something uh, earlier about why haven't we canceled Chris Pratt because he belongs to a church who is very vehement in their <laughs> beliefs on <laughs> SAT prep <laughs> on uh, LGBT rights mm-hmm. and they don't yeah they don't believe that we should have right, equal rights. Right. Can I tell you I stopped fucking with Chris Pratt before this all came out. Oh yeah. Cuz he had I, kids I, in the basement. Him and Anna, remember that? Whole thing? <laughs> okay, no, listen. Y'all can see Ayo's face right now. Whole face crack. No, I just, like, everyone forgot that him and Anna Ferris apparently had kids in the basement. I never heard this. Girl, shh, we got to talk about that. After that we was talk actually about not this. it. When I was, it was much more benign than that. But you said, I don't even know. You're like, I'm I was, was going to I was just going to say I stopped fucking with him when he left his wife, but God damn. Yeah. <laughs> it, apparently, that was the situation, and that was accusations, and then it kind of went away. It honestly was kind of in the same uh, realm of the T.I. and Tiny situation that just kind of disappeared. Like, no one's talking about it oh anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. What happened with T.I. and Tiny? I'm well, so all right. You didn't hear all this? What? When he's talking about his, la- his daughter's vagina? Uh, no. Oh, no. So. No. This is so juicy. So <laughs> I think I think I actually well. cracked this fucking case. So remember on Housewives of Atlanta a few years ago when uh, Phaedra accused Candy of trying to drug and rape Portia? Yes. Okay. Well, I think that Phaedra actually heard that a member of um, Candy's group of Escape, of Escape mm-hmm. was fucking trying to rape somebody or drug somebody. And it turns out that a lot of women came forth and they said, Tiny and T.I. It wasn't Candy. It wasn't right. Candy. So for, for, uh, for Phaedra got that information and I think she thought, well, they wouldn't be telling me if it wasn't Candy because we're on the same cast together. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going to bring it up. But it wasn't her at all. And so now the accusations are out there. I mean, obviously we know this week R. Kelly was also finally convicted, which, yeah. listen, black people, listen. <sighs> I love y'all. I, re- I love us. But please stop trying to excuse his behavior and say, like someone posted the other day, say, well, what about Elvis Presley? Well, he's dead, one. And you, okay, he's wrong too. What do you want us to say? Like, he's wrong too. All right, let's move on. R. Kelly's still wrong. Like, he doesn't, someone posted something earlier that said, uh, I'm not saying R. Kelly is, uh, you know, innocent. You've already How, started off on uh, the wrong foot. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what they did. They said, I'm not saying he's innocent, but look at this. And I'm like, okay. Oh, oh. That, that person's okay, wrong Ian? too. So, so now, right, you got two, okay, now you got two wrong rapists. Now what? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't no, know. No, like, R. R. Kelly is a sicko. Like, he really is a sicko. He pissed on people. Hey, (laughs) but hold up, though. I mean, that... Wait a minute. Water play, no, water play, water sports. Like, if that's... If it's between two consenting adults, you do what you gotta do. Right. Okay. I'm not not, uh, on board with kink shaming and all that. So, if he wanted to pee on people, that's fine. That's fine. Now, if if they were not... If they were not (laughs) consenting adults... Thank you. Then then that's, you know... Right. Okay, so, Mm -hmm. for the record... 
peeing on people if you're consensual. It's it's okay. Correct. However, his was not. He was he was peeing on minors and a whole host of other shit. And I only read <laughs> only one article. Remember, and I said it a oh, few yeah. episodes ago about this woman who was kidnapped and then drugged and raped and like all this stuff. And it was like that was just one case that I read about, and I haven't read like everything and i know it's just like he's a sicko like he really needs to be locked up and he needs psychological help so people need to just get over the music okay so he wrote i believe i can fly so what like well now he's gonna fly right to jail is can he is he rehabable ashley that is i think but you know what i mean i yeah i think it's an interesting topic because it's like he is a sicko and it's just like i do I don't know? It teeters the line. It's just like, was uh, Manson like redeemable? Like, was he rehabable? Like, you know what I'm saying? No. It's like, right, well, right. I, but from a Christian standpoint, it's just like you know we're all children of God, and like you know all can be forgiven. Like everybody. Yeah, but it's not you know, my job to forgive. Them. No, 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 no. Of course right. not. But it's just like the question of are they rehabable? It's just like. From a Christian standpoint, saying, yes. You were saying, but from just like taking that out of it, I'm like, no. You were saying psycho- he needs psychological help, and mm-hmm. I'm like, psychological help is for people who can be helped. That's yeah. true. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm well, probably ninety nine point. What did that? What did that white lady say? She was Nigerian one point something. <laughs> yeah. I'm one point whatever whatever. Yeah. Convinced that he can be rehabbed, but I'm like ninety nine point six percent. Yeah. Sure that he ju- they just need to lock him up well, and throw away the key. Well, he's lived yeah. that life for so long. When, when you live a particular life and you do certain things for a very long period of time, it's like you know when someone cheats, nine out of ten times they're gonna. Con- that's why people say once a cheater, always a cheater. Like that's kind of how that works. He's used to a certain lifestyle, so. Now he's going to be in prison and people are going to be asking him to sing the remix Ignition and he's going to have to do it. Oh and gosh. it's going to be nasty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Listen. He said, he said, <laughs> why? <laughs> the only uh, Drip, drip, drip. Not drip. <laughs> Your body. He's a porter party. party. <laughs> My I mean, favorite is when Dave Chappelle um, <laughs> got up and said, R. Kelly called me and said, why did you make a song about peeing on people? He was like, why did you make a, <laughs> oh, no, make a video? Why did you make a video about peeing on people? He was like, why did you make a video peeing on people? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, and just because of that, we made a remix. And that is how he introduced the remix. And, and listen, uh, pe- pe- yeah. and people got their money, you know? And maybe people should give some of that money to the U.S. And when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how we need to apparently give some money to the U.S. because they go broke in just a few weeks. They mm. have so much of my money. <laughs> I will so be much. right back. Hi everyone, we are so excited to let you know that Pride the Podcast now has merch. Showcase your pride 365 days a year with pride shirts, pride totes, pride stickers, and so much more that's coming to dnrstudios.com. So show your pride 365. 
not y'all dancing. Not y'all crumping. Yo, I fucking love that shit. Welcome no. back, guys. Yeah, welcome back. Um, we've had a little cocktail break, and now we want to talk about money. Money? And who doesn't have any? <laughs> In the U.S., we don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what the U.S. government said. So yes. like, on yeah. October 18th, they will <laughs> default because there is no money. No money. <laughs> doesn't this happen all the time, though? And I then think last minute they're like, oops, so we got money enough well, to like make it through. Well, like, that, they, re- they raised it just like, what, two days ago, I think? Mm-hmm. They finally came to a vote and were like, I guess we can raise the debt ceiling. And so otherwise we were going to uh, shut down the government and all government employees were going to have to go on furlough for a minute for, uh, until, until, you know, they opened the government back up. No, this happens. Right, this happens regularly. Yeah, this it's happens not, regularly now. Mm, that's not good. I don't understand though. Like, we will never be out of debt. Like, Me we're trillions of dollars in debt. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. Like, how can we wipe the slate clean? Well, <laughs> like, you know, listen, I ain't got it. It's like America scratching. I, I, I today was it, calling right. about my credit card debt, and I was just like, well, until America pays their debt, I ain't paying my credit card. How because, about that? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's the same situation, and they can send all the letters they want talking about. If you ignore this, we can go to court. You ain't going to say nobody to court. You don't want the fees, sis. Sally, like, Sally Anime going to have to get on my <laughs> Not Anime. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to stop calling my phone. Well, I got the email. I think you did too. (laughs) They said, hey, it's October, but get ready because in January 2022, your ass is going to have to start paying back. And it said, all right, all right, all right. You said bet, sis. Bet. No, no, listen. I got it. So they just go, I mean, I really don't, I don't know what else to tell them. It's going to go right back into, I'm going to say, just push it off or for forbearance or whatever the shit I need to do. Default and whatever. I, I don't have Oh, no. It. Don't go into default, uh, oh, sweetie, because they will snatch your tax return. They definitely they, Honestly, will. but they can have that. Because for me, <laughs> the way the way I live about tax returns, it's like, I, I wasn't going to get it. It, it. it was this money not even promised me. They can have it. If that's what they want to do, like, I don't care. I don't have the money. Um, and then it makes me think college was just kind of like, why am I going to college to go in debt? Like, it's kind of a trick America. system. America. But that's what this um this generation is thinking about. Like, is mm-hmm. it worth going to college because the generation above us is drowning in debt? Right. Well, and then you have people just you can just go on TikTok and just make a career make that way. Millions. So many people. The guy who does um the administrator, hey Tony, go check him out if you're on TikTok. He's hilarious. Um, he said that you know he lost his job during the pandemic and now he has more money than he's ever had in his entire yeah. life. Yes, but how many people? Like, okay, let's say we all joined TikTok and all started trying to make videos. Mm-hmm. How many people in this room would make any money doing that? I think Maybe we're very somebody? fucking funny. I think we're funny. But I think no, that's not my point. My point is, <laughs> it's how many, it's like acting. It's like you go mm-hmm. and, and it's like, it's not how many actors do we know and how many actors do we know that's working? Uh, well, I know too yeah. many actors and not enough that are working. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But I do want to give a special shout out. Actually, you just a brought up. Special uh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, I Ooh, really need, I, I, I read, I need other people. So I do want to give a special shout out to our friend of the podcast and more important, y'all's friend, Takara Cash. Yes! Um, she, is, Cash she is starring um, in a 
Phoebe, the Phoebe Robinson comedy, Everything's Trash, that is going to be airing on Freeform. So congratulations yes. to you, Takara. We love you, cast me. And we can't wait to come <laughs> out to L.A. She, she can't. Y'all hiring? Yeah, y'all hard. Right, but y'all I, hard. But I would love to come out to L.A. and we all here to support you. We can't wait to watch. That's yes. my Spellman sister. Aww. Speaking but, of Spellman. And college. I started rewatching. Uh, it's a different world. Yeah. A different world. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's a, a different world. Because Adam just want to sing the theme song. Uh-huh. The way you come world. from. <laughs> yeah, I started rewatching it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really good." And then old Mr. Cosby showed up, and it was like, Ooh, "Yeah, I, 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 I knew it was world. coming." But yeah, it's, what's your question? Because I always, I all I want to do if you bring up my college, and I will find a way. To drop my college in conversation, and at this point, I went to Spelman. Yeah, at this point, it's unconscious. But yeah. you're supposed to. Um, you worked really hard for that, so drop it all you want. <laughs> I guess. I mean, there was no question. It was just like you know, I'm rewatching That's it. That's my and then campus, it like, right? So okay, that would be my question. They come with uh-huh. me, I go I'm always like, name. oh, so Gilbert Hall is actually. Pa- I think it's that's not Packard. Is it Laura Spellman? I can't remember. I have to look again. But like, that's like, they just renamed them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's um, always a shot of this really big new building for then, but um, it's now, it's very, it's like 30, 40 years old. Um, not, not 40, but like 30 years old, um, called Manly. And like, every Friday, we had something called um, something market. Market Fridays. And, like, vendors could come on campus and, like, sell us stuff. And there was always a DJ. When I, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not going to tell you what DJ was there when I was there because that's going to date me. But let's just say <laughs> he is named after a certain legume. Legume? Legume. <laughs> I was like, uh. Legume? Legume. Legume. He's named after a certain legume. I was like, I'm not good at puzzles. And <laughs> the rumor was. That he was still a student at Morehouse and should have graduated at the time. The rumor was like six years. Prior. The rumors are true. Oh, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> My brother was supposed to go to Morehouse the same year that um, Denzel's son went to Morehouse. Oh, six. Mm-hmm. I'm also not going to tell you whether or not I was there. Well, I had oh. two things. I wanted to talk oh, right. about Denzel. I mean, listen, y'all are doing well because I was going to bring up something about college that's happened, but... You know what? Let's talk about Denzel first because this actually kind of goes hand in hand regarding regarding racism. So Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy is in some hot water because on her podcast, she revealed that she, well, how she described it was, I have a good Denzel story. It's not good. (laughs) So basically Denzel went on to set to direct an episode of Grey's Anatomy. It was a really good episode. It's the the silence one. Something silent. Something in silence. That was oh. a, I mean, that was an amazing episode. It was an amazing episode. Like, most of the episode, there was no dialogue at all. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so uh, Denzel directed that, and there was, like, a scene where uh, basically Ellen Pompeo, like, improvised, and she gave a note to um, – she, I like, added in dialogue and, like, gave a note to an actor. And – <clears throat> Denzel was like, no, I'm the director. Like, let's not be ad-libbing well, and doing all I don't all know. This. Are all your listeners mostly actors? Do they know that you don't give another note, a note to another actor? Well, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> don't give other actors notes. Like, it's not you, your job. It's it, not your business. Exactly. Yeah. You might, it might get you cussed out. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. like, with ad-libbing, it's just like, you kind of have to like, if some, 
Get so, an ad lib, you gotta go with what they give you back. Right. And you, if they tell you don't ad lib, then you don't ad lib. You have to be a very, very, very strong and on your toes actor to ad lib. I personally am a huge fan of ad libbing when I can. I have. Um I but, think it can be very beautiful when if it when it's done right. Right. Um you know, it, it happens a lot of time in soaps where um, actors will ad lib and do something a little different, but at least stay true to the message that's on the, the pages because the one thing is you don't want to disrespect the writers. You don't want to go off cue, but, yeah. you know, Meredith Grey said it's my show. So. Yeah, so basically, you know, Denzel was like, I'm, I'm the director, like, you know, chill out. And she was like, listen here, motherfucker. Like, she called him a motherfucker and was like, this is my show. This is my set. Like, you don't even know where the hell the bathroom is. Like, Ooh. like yeah. And she, like, cussed him out and was just like, and this, is, his wife this is my world, my show, my set, my, my, my. And then she also went to his wife and tried to play victim and was like, your husband yelled at me. And like, she was like, I'm not talking to him and I'm ignoring him and like being very childish. She was like, yeah. So that was like a great Denzel story. And we're like, what bitch? That's terrible. That's, a, that's like a very clear demonstration of like white girl nonsense. Cause yes. it's like, I don't know any black women that go up to their friends and being like, I'm not talking to your fucking man. It's right. not like Nobody that. Does Nobody right. does that. No one fucking cares. Well, but I've seen white. That but I know. I was gonna say I've <laughs> seen white bitches do that and be like, "Girl, I'm mad at your man." Like, okay. okay. Well, it, it'll be interesting. So there's there's two other additions to the story. Like, basically, it was a favor from Debbie Allen for him to come on to the show because Debbie Allen's also a director and also an actress on the show, and it was a favor that Ellen Pompeo wanted. And she was like, yeah, he's my friend. I can get him on the show. And she did. And then the other part of it is, is like, people are like, how does this work with Ellen? Because she is married to a black man and has half black kids. And people are like, you know, is it racist that she did this? Or was it just plain out disrespectful? I think it's a little bit of both. And I think that because when you have the dynamic, I don't care where you are, but when you have a dynamic of someone white speaking to someone black in a particular tone, it's very hard not to mm -hmm. go back to that place. Mm -hmm. it's, it, very, yeah, it's very hard. It and I And I don't think she gets a pass because she has black Absolutely kids. Absolutely not. Because I'll tell you, I got a friend who got half black, black kids, and I found out that they ain't shit, so. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you don't get a pass because, like, oh, like, I furthered the black race, I procreated with a person of color. Like, you don't get a cookie. In fact, yeah. you now <laughs> have to walk, work, extra hard Absolutely. to make sure that your family feels safe and comfortable in this world Absolutely. that people who look like you created. Yeah. A preach on that. And I think that Ellen, here's the thing, I'm interested to see how this shakes out because a part of me thinks that she might have got herself in trouble by over-exaggerating, but Jerrica Hinton, who um, played uh, Stephanie on the show, I believe it was, she had spoke about an actor on the show who was kind of basically using the same descriptions of how Ellen displayed herself so it seems like there's been problematic like situations on that set for a long time and here's like my issue it's like this is why people are saying that like it was like a flex of her like privilege because no black actress could act out like that and not get labeled difficult or angry, and, and then be or angry, I and have then a story be, about that. and then be blackballed by you know Hollywood that happens a lot in within um Hollywood with black women specifically but it's like Ellen can do that. Like, she's been on the show for 17 years. And she's I, an executive I, producer now. Too. Yeah, and I understand she has, like, a certain stature, but it's just, like, that does not – I don't care who you are. You do not get to talk to people like they're a piece of shit and have this, like, air about you like you're above everybody and you can just cuss people out. No. And like, I you feel, cannot do that. And to be clear, I think we all take the same stance. Please speak out if you don't. 
I would feel the same way if that was a white man or white woman or anybody. You don't talk to people that way. Yeah. But it does hit harder because but, it was a black man. But it does change things when, when it's different, like, race dynamics. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's hard not to go there when a, a white person mm-hmm. is yelling and talking to a person of color a certain way. Yeah. It, it, you can't help but to be like, okay, this is getting a it's little... It's so fam- f- familiar for me. Yeah. I think she thought she was at home and she and her husband cussed each other crazy. Mm. And I mean, mm. that could even <laughs> But you, true. listen, don't bring your like, like slave play dynamics hey. to work. Ooh. 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 My- not slave play. I had to pour me. An, I had to pour me another drink. I'm not fooling with y'all. Y'all about to get in trouble, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Listen. Go ahead. Jeremy is wonderful. They are awesome, and they're a very good writer. She said uh, Jeremy because she knows Jeremy. I don't know. I've met. Okay. Okay. Listen, for I, those no, of you who don't they, know, I know those people. She knows everybody. That's all I'll I say. I know no one. She knows. But I do I, know a story. Like I know an actress. Right. You had was a story. on a show. <laughs> I'm not, because, like, y'all, if I'll tell y'all later. But, <laughs> you'll tell us the name later, I'll but you'll. tell you the name later. All right. All right. I'll tell you the story now. <laughs> uh, an actress, I don't, I've met this person. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they were on a show. They were a lead. Mm-hmm. They got um, a um, an illness. Okay. Like, they could still work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they needed, um. They need to be able to like go to the doctor and like have rest days and things like that, and um, they were labeled difficult and killed off the show. Mm, mm, mm. I can't I wait to find out. Wonder. Yes. Uh huh. This if, person was a person of color. Yes, this is okay. the black woman. I'll okay. say I'll definitely say it's a black woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if um a white woman would have been treated the same way. Well, not. well, here, well, no, not because of illness, but obviously, most recently, famously, because she was racist. Roseanne Barr was killed off of the Connors, mm-hmm. um, and and you know they were like, because once they kill you off, they're like, your ass ain't coming back. This is no soap opera. Your ass is gone. Right. Um, so I do believe well, because it ha- of the nature of the show is why she was killed off. She couldn't walk away. Like her character couldn't walk away from the situation and go live oh, a different life. I know. Mm-hmm. What show I think you're talking about? Do not say it. Please. I, th- I beseech you. I, no, I won't say <laughs> it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And when I when we go off the air, I will, we'll talk. Um, so <laughs> something I wanted to bring up actually, we were talking about college and everything. Did y'all see what's happening um, <laughs> at the university uh, in, in, in Amherst? I believe it is. So a letter was written, and I'm uh, going to I'm read. Not shocked. I'm going to read said letter. Like, whatever it is. It says, and I'll make it quick. Hello, black students of our <gasps> campus. We are writing you from a group of sh- a group sharing the sentiments of many students on campus of all races and creed, except yours, <gasps> to inform you what we think of the Negro, that lovely <gasps> N-word you hate, African Americans on campus. We are naturally writing from a non-student account, so that we are not victimized by the predictable cries of open quote, racism, end quote, and not being, open quote, inclusive, end quote, we res- we expect the first thing you will do is cry to the administration and media. We look down upon you. We instantly know in all manners from your language, which most of you still speak in some broken form of ebonics, or to ghetto speak to where you from, to where you're from, third world sewers in America brought and paid for by the U.S. taxpayer, who they ain't got no money, so I don't know how they pay for it, uh, to how you live like hood rats, to how you appear, <sighs> Fro hair, big lip, black skin. You are different. 
Regarding your intelligence, you are clearly stupid and white. And while not all students know the average IQ of a black person is 75, it is abundantly clear that you possess a lacking intelligence along with an elementary grasp of subjects that most of us learned in high school. Herein lies the problem with your presence at our college. We simply, you simply did not get here on merit. Believe it or not, students are not the only ones who think this and know this. It is a common fact that a black person can score hundreds of points more on the SAT, but also professors and TAs. I'm sure you can see it in their faces and behaviors towards you. The only reason 99% of black students are at UMass is because you were given an easy pass, and this applies to every other post-secondary. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got to get. I want you to hear all of this. Uh, not only do yeah. you lack intellectual chops, you never truly fit in with the campus culture or any clique on campus, and the only reason we engage with you is out of fear of being called racist and your forced imposition. White people, Asians, Hispanics, Almost none of us truly want to interact with you. We only do so because it is required. The entire history of black people in the U.S., unlike every other superior ethnic group, literally every other single one, including agents who are richer and more educated than whites, is one of imposi imposition on our society. Every cry, every whine, every demand stems from a place of rejection. You must beg the rest of society to accept you and allow you in because otherwise we would never interact with you. The natural inclination has not subsided. You people should seriously consider doing the human race a favor and getting sterilized. I'm not being facetious. You should consider undergoing a surgical procedure to remove your gonads, thereby sparing human race exposure to your DNA. The world will thank you. Thank you for reading our letter, UMass Coalition for a Better Society. So, it was very important for me to to read that in full. Oh my God, and, and I like blacked out for a moment. And wanted like to go to the fight. Who wrote this? Uh, so it's it a, like a, a, a coalition, well, no, but right? we don't know that it's a coalition because it came from a non-student account. It right. could be one person, and it's mm. it's because like after a while, I'm sorry, Darrell. No, 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 please. Okay, you're right. I want to hear it. After a while, <clears throat> it started to get personal. Yeah, and yeah. then it got to a point where like he's talking about a particular. I, I say he, and that's not cool. They are talking about a particular individual, and this mm -hmm. is not. I'm not explaining this to excuse this. I'm explaining it because I'm telling you what I heard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At first, it was like, I was like, I don't know if you could hear me, but I was gasping. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it, it, and then it, it, it got really specific mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as the letter progressed. And then at the end, it was like, remove your gonads. Well, there's only, you know, two of us in here that have gonads. Mm-hmm. And it ain't me and Ashley. Right. You know? So yes. it got real specific. And it sounds like, and first of all, I wish I was a little bit shocked. But, like, the things I've heard about Amherst and how racist it is. Right. That I was, like, when you were, like, because I knew this topic was coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did you now? I did. <laughs> I didn't read the letter because I saw that how long it was. And I was, like, ugh, I'm good. Um, and I was, like, I got you. I'll read it. I'll I got out. you. I got you. And then also, like, the last it's just it's pretty disgusting um adam how do you feel about it sorry i mean i'm not really shocked especially considering like it came from like a well you said a, a campus coalition but it, yeah like i said it it sounded like somebody who had like their girlfriend's grievances or something and yeah they they just wanted to attack yeah. um so my question is, is what it's being done? Well, about... right now they're trying to source. Um, it's interesting that they're trying to source the originator of the email, and I'm like, listen, techies, P 
people in IT, you can get to the source of an email. You really can. Like, I know people say, oh, no, it falls in the dark web. You can't get to it. No, you can. So last I heard, um, they were investigating, trying to get to that. But like Io said, that school is very known for being racist, and they, this situation has came up many times in many different forms. So, you know, I just want to send love to all of our black brothers and sisters who are there. Um, you know, please watch out for each other. Please be careful, you know, even if it's just one person. That one person probably has thousands of more behind them, so we just want to make sure that, um, you know, everybody is being okay and being safe. And with that said, we're going to take a quick little break. Everyone go refill your drinks and get your snacks, because when we come back, we're going to talk a few more uplifting hot topics and, you know, some interesting ones. And then we're going to talk about our favorite scary movies. I'm excited about that. I know you like scary movies, right? Do you like scary movies? Yes! <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Hello, Drew. <laughs> Pride fam, do you have any juicy tea you want to spill with us? Well, why don't you give us a call on 844-25-PRIDE. That's 844-25-PRIDE. Slide into our DMs at Pride the Series on Instagram or email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, it's mm-hmm. Mr. Nick Cave. Thank you for Red Right Hand. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Red right hand. Oh. Yeah, so interesting <laughs> enough, I actually worked at a um, at uh, extended stay hotel. Adam and I both did, and Nick Cave actually stayed with his wife Susie there, um, very briefly because they actually knew two girls who lived there. Uh, Catherine the Sloan, and the Sloan twins. They knew mm-hmm. them, so they came in like it was like a few days, but it was really cool. There, he's he was a sweet guy. I didn't meet him. That's no. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was really nice. So now that we're on the topic of scary movies, mm-hmm. let's talk What's about. What's your favorite scary movie? Hello, Drew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, that, we... actually, that's my favorite scary movie. Yeah, I, let's I start like, with you. We all love Scream. Let's we start do. with you, Io. What's okay, your... Scream is my favorite. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Can you say okay. which Scream though? The first one. Okay. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to tell you why because. That was my first like real scary movie. Like Me too. going to the theater. I went to the theater oh, with my friend. I went to the movies with a friend. Um, shout out to Amber Anderson. <laughs> Minnesota. Um, we went and that was like my first like experience as a teenager going to see a horror movie. Like I was not a kid who was like, let's rent horror movies and watch them at home. I was not that child. I didn't <laughs> I was like, I'm not old enough. I don't want nightmares. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so it kind of set the tone mm-hmm. for my horror movie tastes. Yes. So like, I tend to like a '70s style slasher film. Yeah. Than, okay. I don't do the demons. I don't do the. I don't do rednecks killing in the woods. I don't do that either. Um, that's a really strict rule. Like my best friend, 
and I have strict hers is like no aliens. She does not fuck with aliens. It's not funny. Oh, <laughs> I love signs. That's a good alien. That one yeah, terrified me. Movie. No, is that a horror movie. Uh, it's 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 a sci- thriller. It's a thriller. It's a sci-fi thriller. Sci-fi thriller. I think sci-fi thriller. Yeah. I guess I'm just getting that. Sometimes I, I feel like that falls into like the horror genre, like the bigger bubble. Yeah. yeah. What's your mm-hmm. favorite, Mitchell? Um, Scream is definitely like one of them. Like that's like that's the OG ultimate. Like it was my first scary movie that I like saw in its entirety. Like I saw clips of Halloween before, but I was like super young and I didn't really know what was going on. But Scream was like the first scary movie. Watched it at home. Uh, with my parents actually and my godbrother and we watched it and i was scared shitless i was so frightened but then i obviously now it's like i love it and i laugh a lot when i watch it but it it was just classic it really changed the game like it's just so good and i love all of the screams scream 2 i know people hate on scream 3 but i I enjoy it i hate on scream 3 you do (laughs) but you still watch it yeah, I'm not, exactly. no, actually, it's not Scream. I actually prefer Scream Three to Scream Two. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just Ooh. pissed off Darrell. Okay, Darrell, what's your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite Scream movie? <laughs> right, right. this is what this right. is. This is, this is what this is what this is about. Um, two, um, because listen, it's very rare that you get a follow up sequel that actually makes sense and doesn't feel like it's reaching. And for me, the fact that Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis' mother was, <laughs> was literally the killer. Made it, it made so much sense to me. Like that I mean, made sense, like, but the Sydney's mom's story was a stretch for me. Well, that was part oh, three. That, that was part three. No, Sydney's mom was an actress at the thing. That, that was, was part, part three. three. Oh, that's what I hate. Then I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no. So that w- that was a stretch. Um, but. Even within part three, you know, Roman being her brother, you know, that made sense. Here's the thing. I was happy that part four came out, but part four for me was the one that was like, all right, so her cousin who... I was kind of with it. Her cousin who at the time... Her niece. No, no, it was her cousin. 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 It was her cousin 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 who at the time had to be maybe like five, six years old. If that. If that. Was mad the whole time when she was growing up. I was like, I'm going to kill this bitch when I get older. So that to me was very odd, uh, but I still like it, and I'm very excited about, um, I would say Scream 5, but the title is just Scream, that is going to be coming out in January, and I just heard that the trailer will be dropping on October 11th. Oh, cool. So I'm super excited to see that, because actually Scream, the anniversary, the film is going to be coming back out in theaters. They're re-releasing the first film back in theaters. I'm and, super. And, um, I definitely want to go The trailer is going to be attached to it. So I'm excited. Yeah. What's Adam's favorite? What's your favorite Scream movie? What's my favorite Scream movie? I mean, yeah, part two is, um, you know, one of my fave. But I I would have to say part one. Yeah. Because I have a, a, like, drawing of it. My friends just did a whole Tumblr. Left off Not the website. You should get a tattoo. I've thought about it. I saw one on TikTok. It was of... um, the the mask and then it was like you know Sydney on the phone mm-hmm. like when it was like the the first call she received you know when she's looking out the window or whatever mm-hmm. so I was like ooh that would be cute yeah 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 mm-hmm. are y'all gonna be upset but I don't have any money so. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all gonna be upset if they kill off any of the core three no 
Yeah, no. Dewey's got to go. Dewey I, needed to go. I, I will be upset if they kill off Gail. And I'll also be upset <laughs> if they kill off Sydney because, number one, Sydney is too smart to be killed by some teenage killer because I'm assuming it's going to be a teenager. Right. So for me, I just, I would like to see Sydney get the same like respect and resurgence that Jamie Lee Curtis is getting at, with Halloween. It's like, she's like, I'm Lori. I ain't going nowhere. Right. Me and Michael from the Do this yeah and i cannot wait to see kyle richards with her bangs because she's back she's so happy <laughs> with that bang she said i am Lindsay wallace and i'm back and i'm like it's really hard for me to separate though kyle richards as an actress and kyle richards as kyle richards not on no Beverly more Hill. she she can't go or back kathy hilton's yeah. sister or kathy hilton Paris Hilton's aunt. Kathy Hilton is weird as fuck. I saw that bitch on Watch What Happened Live the other night, and she was just looking off. She wasn't even paying attention. Like she's in La La Land. No, like, all at the all times. Time. Um, I think she. Um, I don't know how, but she has like a, a stash of like, quaaludes. Like I feel <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> she managed. That is not- I thought we were. I thought we were no. going to a head injury thing. No, no, no. no she managed, that's Tom Girardi. Apparently, she Ooh. managed to get allegedly, allegedly. right, allegedly, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with a broken ankle. Yeah, she managed to get like a good old stash of quaaludes, where she's just like constantly just rolling. Yeah, I think rolling, she is rolling. rolling but listen, rolling. my favorite part about scary movies is the fact that you get to cuddle up with the significant other, or you know, the man of the night, or hour, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but or just you know, a blanket. or just a blanket if you want to. You don't have or to have a nobody. Rabbit. But <laughs> or, or if you want to be having a rabbit, that's fine too. And some wine, and definitely that. But my question to you guys is: as you've seen, Will and Jada actually most recently have came out and just said that their marriage is not conventional and that they're pretty much an open marriage. Would you guys be into an open marriage or open relationship? I know me personally, I would have to say probably not because I'm a very jealous person. But I know that sometimes people who say that, they eventually get to that point where they can be in an open relationship. So how Can do you we just acknowledge that the black community had sussed that fucking rumor out Years, years ago, decades yeah. ago, decades ago, like that has been a rumor out about yeah. them for a very long time. Which means they were messy because <laughs> how did that get out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where's the NDAs? Yeah. I don't Actually, think people don't care about NDAs, honestly. We, we we say it all the time. They mean shit. So could y'all yeah. do it? Like, could y'all? No, like you said, uh, I'm yeah. I'm way too uh, emotional and jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel like. If they're spending too much time with this other person, you know, and, and, and you know, open relationships can mean a, like a slew of things. Like it could be, right. you know, just sexual or it could be, you know, um, platonic. Like, you know, I have a friend who I like to spend time with outside mm. of our relationship or whatever. And it's mm. like, no, because then I'm spiral Rios. I will spiral <laughs> out of control. You need to be that for all interactions. I'm going to, yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not physically in the room with you and this other person, then I'm going to just be fine. Yeah. Mitchell? Um, yeah, no. I don't. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm open minded. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't know, but I'm like, no, Ashley, no. Like, I, it just wouldn't work for me. And I, and I've been in, situations with like cheating and stuff like that and it's just like no i did not react well to that so like i don't think i would react well to an open relationship however i will say though i feel like with celebrities specifically but a people of high stature i think that cheating tends to happen and an open relationship might make more sense if you're a celebrity 
Okay, I'm gonna give you guys a very mm-hmm. different answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been a single woman living alone for more than five years. Like I probably shouldn't admit that, but whatever. So um, I don't know if that influences this answer. And this isn't about like myself, but I I enjoy being alone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having my alone time. So I have been fantasizing about the scenario that I have a like come in town boyfriend. He can when he's not in the state of New York, when he's not sharing state lines with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he's not in the same state as me and I don't ever have to hear about it, you do what you want to do over there. Okay. Oh. But I w- I am to never hear about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And um when you are in the state that I am in, then I I am your number one. I am your queen. I am your hmm. all the things that, that I need. That surprises me, Io. I that's I don't I like in <laughs> practice. I don't know. Right, right. now, right. it's just in a your mind. You're like, hmm, maybe. That yeah. doesn't, so, maybe that doesn't that surprise could. me about you, Io. Actually, that actually makes. I mean, listen, Whoopi Goldberg says this all the time. She's like, I don't want nobody else in my house. And <laughs> like, I don't think and, I want and, nobody else in my and, house. And, and, and that's it. Until and like, I do. Until I do. And that's kind of how I feel. Listen, I would love some affection in a situation like that, but I don't – I've been in relationships. I've done it. I'm just like, as soon as I am, I'm like, I don't want this. Like, I don't want it. But I do want it. So I'm in that situation where I'm like, I want it when I want it. I want it when I want it. I want it when mm-hmm. I want it. And that's, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. I want you in my house until I don't want you in my exactly, house. Exactly, because I, I don't need you in my space. Well, and like, I ain't like, wanna... I I like to watch embarrassing television on my couch high by myself. So <laughs> should we get together, I am? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I love you, Jerome. Yeah, he said, no. Well, I mean, no. should I? Wait, I should we? Should, well, let's, let's, let's you thought about it. I mean, we should at least <laughs> hang out and spend time together on your couch high. Sure. Yeah, okay. But what I'm talking about is something else. Oh, you're talking about, the, you know, oh, no, I don't want no kitty cat. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want that. Um, so I totally get that. Yeah, I hear what you were talking about. Um, you know, I don't want to know about it. Because I have yeah. a friend. Ignorance is bliss. Right. Who, from what my understanding is, um, him and his partner are in an open relationship, but he doesn't like to know any info. And I'm like, okay, I can see that side of the coin. But on the flip side of that, I'm also like, I would, I, again, spiral. Like, it's like, well, what are you doing? Who are you with? What? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Nope, don't. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, uh, like, Different strokes for different folks. No, I understand. But any interaction that we have, okay, fine. You're out of the state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you call me or I call you. If I call you and you say, hey, I can't talk right now, respect. If you decide that you want to engage in conversation, then you can't be with other people. You you know what I mean? You, You at this time in your house, like no one else should be in the house with you. It should be me and you. Right. On the phone mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm, am I making sense? No, yeah. you are making sense. It's just like you don't want to blur the lines. It's just like you can have this lane and this lane and this lane, but it's like when you're in my lane, you're in my lane. You're in my lane. Yeah. yeah. And there's it's double white lines, not double yellow lines, but double white lines. Yeah. We go in the same direction, but don't cross over the line. <laughs> right, right, right. I, mean, right, I, right, I think right. that's very important because it's, at the end of the day, it's about respect. And for me, you know, a lot of other things come into play. It's like, all right, so if we do have a relationship, are you having safe sex? Because oh, yeah, I, would, that's the I mean, there are going to be like parameters. There has to be right. parameters we got to get tested because, together. Like, there got to be conversations. And honestly, for me, 
I might would like to meet the person if we're going to do this because, like, I want to know, like, what I want to meet mm-hmm. them in the sense of, like, you need to know the respect levels. Like, you can't be, like, don't be bringing your, if we're having an over relationship, don't bring your other person to my house, like, our house or whatever. You know, we have to, there's nothing Not to be unless you want me to burn it down. Out, unless you want me to end the basket. I think that if I were to go there, I would be more into, like, we're in a thruple kind of thing. Yeah. I think that would be my preference that I could do. rather than like, oh, we're just open and you just out here running the streets and like, I don't know about it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I think can't I, do that. I'll be right. more like you, Adam. I'm just fine. Well, what are you doing? Well, where, you where are you going? To? And that's all I'd be able to think about. So it's just like, who, I, who, who, who are you texting? Right. <laughs> I'd do that right. now. If no, no, I'm no, with a boy, let me, let me see your phone. <laughs> let me see your phone. Hand me your phone. Right. You gotta be more discreet. You don't want to know shit. As far as you know, I'm the only one. Exactly. If I'm in the house, and they text you first of all. You need to have a fucking screen protector. What is that screen privacy screen? Yeah. Oh um, yeah, on your shit, because I'll try to fucking look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I I need you to have like that. I need to be able to look and be like, it's dark. You know what? That means I didn't mind my fucking business. <laughs> okay. You know, like when you're with me, we're with me. <laughs> and when you're with them, be with them. Don't call me. Don't look right. at me. Don't look at my fucking picture on Instagram. Don't like right. my shit. Right, right. You know, I don't exist let's anymore. Let's not follow each other. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I, I just laid out the rules. Let's not follow each other. All right. So, I mean, we might So, Jarrell, if you can abide by that. <laughs> so, in turn, in turn, bro, these are your parameters. So, I'm back on the chessboard. I think I can. I, thank, thank God. Um, no, I mean, listen, I hear all that. And I think, you know, as Adam said, different strokes for different folks. Everyone, I, I think that we are long past the days of, and I know this might shock some people, of a conventional relationship. I'm not saying that it's gone. I don't think it's not impossible. But everyone, even within the parameters of a conventional relationship, things are different. You know, the woman could be making more money than the man. Or, you know, there's different things that could be happening. I am going to be making more money. You already do. You know what? We're not even going to. But she's on period. She's on period, Pooh. So, listen. I know that's right. Um, so before we go, um, first of all, Io, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I want to give a huge uh, shout out to you know the family of Tommy Kirk. Um, he was actually um, in Old Yeller. He passed away recently. He was one of the first out actors um, that was kind of blackballed in Hollywood for coming out as gay, and he actually died uh, this past week. So love and support to his family. And we all here at Pride to Podcast want to give a huge shout out and love and support to uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. We are still doing it. We cannot wait to come back to you guys next week with some of our favorite. Her- and we're going to do like a long section. Yeah, because we skipped last week. And yeah. Clear. We're skipping yeah. this week. Yeah. We, we, we ran out of time. We ran out of time. We, they're telling <laughs> I'm so us, sorry. They tell us to get off the air. I'm but so we are sorry. going to, we'll we are going to give <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, no. We that was I. Okay, so when we come back next week, we're gonna do a whole segment over Hispanic Heritage Month because it deserves a whole segment uh, and not just a little push at the end. So we can't wait to do that. Yeah, we'll we'll bring the whole burrito. No, okay, no. I I just want. um, uh, I have a note that that was said by a Hispanic person, so y'all need to deal with him. A legal note. Y'all can find that motherfucker online, (laughs) and he's going to tell y'all where to find him after I tell you where to find me. So you can find me, Darrell Anthony, at I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram and Darrell Anthony on Twitter and all over the world. And you can also uh, Venmo me at Darrell-Anthony. 
Go. Adam, where can they find you? You bitch can ass find to you out. me, your boy Box Wine Poppy, oh with God. a zero on Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter is not safe for work, so just be aware of that. You can Venmo me at Adam A. Rios. Um, if you or you know anyone that is hiring, you can slide in <laughs> oh, no! to my Gmail, aandrewrios at gmail.com. I can send you my references. Um, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Adam had a spill. He's like, he I got a, a lot spill, of things to do for me. Like, Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, I'm going next? Okay. Um... So I'm Ashley Mitchell. You can follow me at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. You can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M because why not? And um, I don't know. I hope y'all are going to have a good fall spooky season. We're going to be here all spooky. Yeah, we're going to have some fun, exciting guests coming up in the next coming weeks. And they're going to be spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Ayo Onike Kamen. Tell us where we can find you. Queen. You can find me. I am the fabulous spinster on yes. Instagram and Twitter. Um, and I don't want you to Venmo me. Venmo Ashley Durrell or Adam. And oh, just, thank you so much. Oh, friend. thank you, friend. <laughs> well, I got off of Venmo. Oh, okay. Me and her got in a disagreement. Oh, mm. oh okay. You had too much money. We not. No. <laughs> right. Venmo's like I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too no. much for me. I don't know. <laughs> No, they said they didn't want my money. That's what happened. I would try to pay people, and they'd be like, "Um, this card is fraudulent. And I was like, Uh -uh. I can show you the card. And they're like, oh, we don't have any way to reverse it once we think it's fraudulent. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you, man. I'm done. Mm. So you do Zelle and Cash App? I do Zelle. I don't do Cash App because they steal your money. Thank you. What? I've heard that. You can people can hack it. People can hack it, and they it. can take money out you whatever mm-hmm. account you that's got why linked I stopped to. Using so it. I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. Cash App. Oh. That's yeah. why I stopped. But you got Zelle now. I have Cash Kinda. App just so I have it in case I need to use it, but I don't. Yeah, use it, like, yeah. like Tercel had Cash App, so I was able to use that. He's right. so sweet. Oh, Tercel. <laughs> he means well. I don't know where this episode has gone. I don't know. know. We're going off the rails. We're going off the rails. (laughs) Guys, come back next week with us because we're trifling. We're ratchet. We're going to be more lit. I cannot wait to see you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Pride the Podcast. Make sure you send us an email if you have any questions and comments at prideseries at gmail.com. You can also call us at 844-25-PRIDE. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Destroy.